As the weeks passed, Mallory had come to appreciate contentment was a richer feeling than happiness. Out here, there was less between her and her dreams because nothing mattered. Life should be miserable here, but it wasn't. There was no thermostat to turn up, no soap, no faucet to run hot water. Stripped of technology and the luxuries of modern life, there were no instructions, no permissions or excuses. From the bear's perspective, fragrant soaps and deodorants turned you into bacon. August 7th. You have not lived until you find yourself squatting in a gusty wind on the open ground. We have no toilet paper, and when we get above Timberline, there are no trees. Squatting here reminds me of the love scenes in Hollywood movies. They never show you the part where the leading man can't get his shirt buttons undone, or tripping on his pant leg and stumbling against the wall before hitting the ground. We never get to see anyone fall off the edge of the bed in an amorous miscalculation. It happens. Instead, we get a seamless derobing, accompanied by deep crescendos of excitatory, lush music, as they pan in on the benign body parts of excessively beautiful people. That's not how it is. And those bedsheets. What woman rips the sheets off the bed to cover herself up after passionate lovemaking? It seems to me, if you're still trying to hide something, the sex could have been very good. I have no bathroom to escape to here. No running water, no flushing. My soundtrack is the crunching sound I hear in my mouth from the grit in my teeth. I need some more moss. September 2nd. There is something metaphysical that haunts this forest. You can't help but be changed by it. It is something the animals carry with them, and the wind pushes along. Something deeper than what the view offers. I wonder if the price of change is found in what I've lost. Are the changes I feel, and even the ones I don't, only mine? Or does the world change too? Those things that so mattered to me have begun to drift away, and with it my certainty. What once dictated now only informs. I see now my expectations are the product of my accumulated memories. We all, I think, live in the past. I cling to mine. I don't know how not to. Without my memories, I am lost. But the nature of this place disagrees, stripping me of everything but now. October 2nd. For all the hardship and violence, the life and death of the clouds, the wind, the animals, trees, and sun, I feel found out by a world undiscovered. I am invisible here. Because I am lost to the world, I am, for the first time, a part of it. I wonder if that wasn't how Ishmael felt floating on the sea, where his journey had taken him. This is a place where the wind lives, where the trees dance and the sun comforts, guardian of the light and dark. It is a place without man, a place where the clouds gather to decide, and a vastness so quiet it is deafening. Life and death become one, two parts of the same. <laughs>